0: Hey, you know what? You probably been wondering, wondering, um, you know, what are we going to do about going back to live, and what does that look like, and where are we headed with all the stuff that we're going to do? And I know I'm answering some of these questions on our networking over copy calls, but I thought that Scott and I could sit here and talk about some of the things we think coming up. So this is specifically aimed at you, our dear Tech After Five person, to kind of let you know what we think the state of returning to live events looks like for us. And that is a kind of a reading of where we are at the moment, what we're seeing with other things and considering some of the questions that you might be asking yourselves. Is it live? Is it online? Is it a hybrid event? What should we be thinking about? So uh, that's what Scott and I are gonna chat about. And uh, you probably remember my pal,
1: Scott Pfeiffer. Hey, Phil. It's always great to be here.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you know, this is a thing that you and I have been chatting about, and people have questions about. It's certainly come up at our virtual event, Networking Over Coffee, and of course, it's been a long while since we've held a regular live event, uh, and that is in-person. I guess our Networking Over Coffee is in live, but it's virtual, Um, but an in-person events. As we talk about in-person events, I think there's some questions to be answered here in we ought to talk about that a little bit. So it's been uh, it's been a couple of years now since we've run an in-person event, you know, where we put a lot of people inside of a room. And I know that some folks are beginning to do that kind of stuff now, and it's usually they're a little bit smaller. And, you know, what should we expect? What do we think is going on? Um, so can I answer the first bit of this question and you kind of pull on those threads a little bit? All right. Uh, yeah. So, Scott, we're... Um, Where we are right at this very moment, as you know, you and I know we've sat down and we've worked on some plans and so forth. So where where we're in right now is we uh, believe that our first in-person event will be a Tech After Five event in Greenville. Probably the next live in-person event after that would be Charlotte. We think that Charlotte and then we would talk about adding on. Other cities as we go along the way, but right now it looks like that. So I've already begun the conversations with a venue in Greenville. I know that uh, Tim Martin, our pal up in Charlotte, is beginning the conversations with venues up in Charlotte for that return. I know there's a lot of interest in both of those cities as well as Charleston and certainly Columbia and maybe others, right? getting back. So what we don't know what the timeline is exactly like, but at this moment, you know, we're recording this on, I just kind of give everybody time sensitivity on this. So we're recording this on March 24th, and we think that by April, there will be an in-person event in Greenville. Quite possibly in April, there'd be an in-person event. Charlotte, maybe April, but more likely May.
1: Well, that's very exciting. Uh, It has been a long time. Uh, since we had an in-person event, and I think when we shut down in-person events, we had no idea it would be this long. Um,
0: yeah, no, we we certainly didn't. And but here we are, and you know we, we did this because we thought it was the right thing to do for the audience, et cetera. And now we think, you know, we'd like to figure out. We think this is the right thing to kind of figure out how we can go back to doing in-person events as well. Yeah, so I, I
1: think the uh, I think the great success of networking over coffee has taken some of the pressure off um, needing to go back live because we have been doing such great things or you've been doing such great things in networking over coffee. But I do think that live in-person events offer something different. It's a different experience. um, There's different conversations that can be had. And I think they always have been an important part of the uh, framework of networking and I'm excited to get back to them.
0: Yeah, you know, and so that answers a question, you know, because I mean, the first thing is like there's a group of people say, man, I'm really excited about getting back live. We're excited too. And we're glad for that opportunity. It looks like the window is opening up. Again, you know, our reading at the moment looks like it is a safe and healthy thing to do. But, you know, there could be spikes, there could be other changes. So, you know, again, you know, when I'm recording this, you know, this is my best thinking, our best thinking in and of this moment. And we will constantly update this and probably. The emails are the best way to get the latest from us at any given moment, depending on where you're listening to us. When you're listening to this, just kind of let you think of where we are at this moment. So, first thing we get is people say, Man, I'm super excited, looking forward to being live with you. And we're excited for that too, and looking forward to it. Another note that I get from people is, Well, hey, I'm, uh, I really like this networking over coffee thing. You know, and that's become our daytime virtual event. Um, I hope this isn't going to go away. And we want to be able to answer that question too now. And that is, it is not going to go away, right? So we're going to keep a, there will be a set of virtual events as well as in-person events. And we'll keep both of those going. And there'll be different opportunities in each of those. But the neat thing is, even if you can't make an in-person event or it's not, there's not one in a city yet near you, you could jump on and, and talk with us at the virtual event, right? So we're going to keep both of those. Um, The last question, we don't get this one quite as often, but it comes up a little bit is, well, what about a hybrid event, right? Is there something you could do where there is a live in-person audience and um, then you had a virtual audience as well? well you know i talked to some of the folks who are just the best thinkers in this space about this and not just the best thinkers but some of the best doers in this space right and there are people who are executing lots and lots of big events and so far it is their experience in this space that you know a live event does you know if a live event does one thing and a virtual event has just a little bit less ability to convert people to your product or project or whatever, that hybrid events are much worse. They're they're converting at about one quarter or one third of the numbers that you might see in a virtual event, which is a little bit less than a live event, right? So, uh, uh, you know, for us, I think there's there's possibly some way to do a hybrid event We don't know it and we don't have the team for it because quite frankly, to run a hybrid event, you need two full-size event teams. And I'm not sure there's a real advantage for us at the moment. So I think for what you will see from Tech After Five is we are going to take the evening events. They will be called Tech After Five because they typically occur at 5.30 after five. And those will be our in-person events. And then we will have daytime events, which include networking over coffee and some other things that we have planned for you. You know, which include you know other webinars and other training. Those those kinds of things are going to be primarily virtual. You know, Scott, one of the things we have seen, for example, and I wasn't thinking about getting into this when I started, but now it just seems like a logical next step is we've seen, for example, that we converted the mastermind over to a virtual event as opposed to an in-person event, and that has worked really well because it's taken everybody's travel time and converted it to zero.
1: That's right. I mean, that, that has worked very well. I was skeptical that that would work because I thought the kinds of deep conversations we had to have in a mastermind needed to be face-to-face, but I was wrong about that. That works very well as a virtual event. And I will tell you my experience um, has been that hybrid events don't work. <clears throat> I could imagine a hybrid event really the only ones I know of that work sort of is where they are sort of speech heavy. Uh,
0: yeah, like presenter a heavy. Talk,
1: yeah. Presenter heavy. There's, you know, a Ted talk could have a live audience and an online audience, and they're just listening to somebody talk, but you, you know, and then the live audience pretty much does their networking thing and the, and maybe the hybrid audience, the virtual audience does their networking thing, but they're completely separate, you know? So I just don't see with a with a tech after five, which is all yeah, engagement.
0: Yeah. Right. We're high engagement, right? Yeah.
1: I don't see how a, a mixed event, a hybrid event would, would add value there. So I think I like the idea of keep tech after fives as live in-person events, keep ne- networking over coffee as a live virtual event. And then we can add other live or virtual events as we as we see fit workshops, webinars, lunches, whatever, whatever you decide to do. Um, Yeah. I think that's the right way to go. I
0: want to talk about one more thing about this hybrid event. And then we're going to go into what I think the changes are going to be in our in-persons events. These things that the audience are going to see, right. But I think one of the problems with the hybrid event, and let's, I'm going to say I've, not been to one that was run extremely well but i've been to some where people tried really hard right where they where they did in fact work at it but it turns out that the that the virtual audience the you know who's on screen or whatever just doesn't feel connected and the speakers can't connect to them either uh, with a live audience there so for example i can set up an event very easily I mean, I love this right now. Here's the deal. If you were on one of my Zoom calls, right? And let's say we've got 50 people on a Zoom call or something like that. We're doing networking over coffee. There's nobody sitting in the back row. You are all front and center to me. I see everybody's names. You in the room can see everybody and see everybody's names. Well, I mean, depending on your device, you might have to have to flip it, but you know. But even up to 50 people, you can see them all at once. If I were speaking to an audience in an auditorium, I can see the front three rows because they're lit. And it's darkness from there on. I can't really engage with the audience, right? And nor can the audience really engage with each other because they're in the dark as well. So I just think there's some real... Beauty, uh, you know. One of the again, there's some beauty for being able to connect. But the thing is, if I were a speaker being torn between this virtual audience and a live audience right here, who I can see and smell and can grab me by the hand, that I think is that where those two disconnect, and the virtual audience just feels like a second class citizen in that space. And that's why I don't like having being torn that way.
1: Yeah, I probably would would state that slightly differently and it's that the speaker can engage with one audience or the other, but can't engage with both audiences. So for mm-hmm. example, if I was to put a glass window behind you and put a live audience right behind you while you were on Zoom, you'd be engaging with the Zoom audience and the live audience would feel disconnected because they're just watching the back of your head from from behind the glass. Right. So I just, I think a speaker can't simultaneously effectively engage both audiences um Mm. yeah you know some people are able to do it you know i mean there's uh you have a lot of churches that have the preacher speaking to a live audience and there's an online audience watching too but uh i just don't think it works for tech after five and that's that's the important part
0: Well, right. And you were getting, you know, you were talking about what it's that cross engagement is really the thing that you can't do very well between the two audiences. By the way, your whole thing about how churches are doing it, that has not been lost. I mean, it's a thing I've thought about as well, about how they are pulling that off. But again, you know. Usually, they're doing something pretty sophisticated in that space to pull that off. It's also speaker heavy. So, let's set that aside for a second and say we don't intend to do hybrid events because we're not built for hybrid events. We think that Tech After Five, just like you, Scott, said specifically, is not really well engineered for a hybrid event, right? We can do it virtually. We can do it virtually. We can do it in person, but we can't really connect the two of those together. At least we don't know how to do that yet. It's not quite. Maybe that day we get the little holographic avatar sitting there. Maybe that's (laughs) that's the way that works, but we're not going to do that. So the other thing is, and this again, both from us as we've begun our research, when I say us, I mean me specifically, because I've done this research myself so far, as well as other people who I know who are doing a return to live events. And that is, you know, typically, you know, big events, lots of people in an auditorium at a hotel, that kind of thing. Uh, So the world's a little different than it was a couple of years ago in a couple of ways that impact how we run the event and what you might get from it and what you might pay to be in that space. So, um, the, the venues that we were dealing with before, complete turnover in the staff. There's nobody there that worked there when we were doing this two, just two years ago, right? Complete turnover in the staff. Their, their ability to keep staff on board has been very challenging, right? And the service levels frequently are less, and they are charging more than they have in the past. So... We have to navigate all of that. And then you, our dear audience, we're asking you, you know, if this is worth the while to you, that might mean that we need a little bit more from you as well. And that is certainly going to be reflected in how we price these kinds of things, because the cost model isn't the same. The service model isn't the same of what we were two years ago. So I just need to plant that seed in your head at this moment that it is, in fact, different. And there might be some, uh, you know, as we go about doing this, there might be some stumbles and some things along the way. And we're going to need a little grace as we do this, too, because the world's just a different place.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Right. Different people, different protocols, different ideas about how things ought to go.
0: Yeah. And. Uh, And the feeling that if we are going to secure the staff that we need to pull this off, it's going to cost us more, right? I mean, they're just, the guarantees are bigger, uh, that kind of stuff. So that's what we're seeing. And, you know, as I'm, you know, again, just this week on a call with someone who's running many, many, you know, uh, many orders of magnitude. that's That's not right. A couple of orders of magnitude past what we're doing. Lots more people. They are seeing this all across the country as they go to run live events, that this has been quite a challenge, right? And it's not just, again, costs go up, guarantees are going up, the timing of the guarantees, there used to be flexibility. Now there's not flexibility in those guarantees. Uh, so all of this has become more of a challenge. And that means that, you know, this may look different to you as you are thinking about, you uh, coming and hanging out with us. But we'll we'll let you know everything we can do to make this as easy as possible for you to come join us. Um, but just kind of let you know, it might be a little bit different. So I started this off by saying, you know, we know we're working on Greenville right now. We're working on Charlotte right now. I suspect that Charleston's not far behind. And then I don't want to the rest of it's crystal ball. I don't know for sure. sure. But one thing is you and I, Scott, have been working on the idea of uh, are working on what the next level of licenses might look like as someone comes back to and says, hey, you know what? I would love to do Tech After Five in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard you guys on your podcasts or on other podcasts or something like that. And I would like to do that. So we've got a model for that. And that's a thing we're actually not just planning, but executing on right now. So that if that's a thing that you said, hey, look, I would like to go run a tech after five in my city, or I'd like to find somebody to run the tech after five in my city. um, There is a way, a mechanism, a method by which we can help you be successful at doing that in your city.
1: That's right. You can be the royalty of tech in your city. (laughs) i <laughs> think the sponsor of a tech after five of your very own
0: yeah so that and that's that thing and well, you, you'd be the host right and so that thing is you could go host this thing in your city and we've got a mechanism for you doing that so you know one of the things we're looking for on this is we're excited that you're interested in this. You know, you just need to reach out to us because this is a thing that we're still working the kinks and the bugs and all that kind of stuff out of it. But, you know, we're not looking for someone to run one for one month. We don't think that, ma- you know, that's not useful, right? We want someone who has in their mind that they're going to run this for a year. Now, I get there's stumbles and we need to figure that stuff out. We'll help you through all those bits and pieces. But, you know, we want someone who says, you know what, I will commit to running this for a year and figuring this out in my own town.
1: Yeah, that's right. And we thought about this for a long time. We went through a lot of different possible models. I think we have a model that works now that we're pretty happy with and we're ready to uh, roll it out.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, If you want to do that, then you can reach out to me. It's probably the best place to get that started. I mean, you can do all that on the website, but of course, I'm phil at ta5.com as well. And you could just reach out an email and say, hey, I am. And and actually, there's a link on the website. It's called Suggest a City. So you can actually do that there as well. But kind of tell us that you're interested in doing that thing. And uh, we think that there's an opportunity for you to have that audience go out and be bigger and for you to be. This, you know, be someone in your city that says, I want to bring tech entrepreneurs and tech professionals together and see what they will build in my town. How can I
1: do that?
0: And we want to help you
1: do that. I think that's right. And I think it's important to note that I, I don't think we have any current plans to expand beyond our immediate pre COVID footprint without finding someone to be the host in the new city. So saying, hey, I'd really love you to do it in Austin and Phil Autokon set it up is not gonna work.
0: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. That is how that goes. I mean, that's just not there for that. But it's uh, hey, there ought to be a tech after five in Austin and I would like to run it. That is the kind of cat we're looking for, right? Yeah. And um The thing is we can get you the stuff, you know, this is, by the way, this is not a, there's a little bit of investment, not a lot, but there's a little bit of investment required in order to get done. That allows us to get all the stuff you need in your hands to get you started. And, and we, again, we, this is a thing we'll talk about more, but we're kind of running all the back end and doing the ticketing and all that kind of stuff for you. You just have to show up and be a gracious host in your place. So. Right. um, So. Go ahead. You, I, I heard you draw breath. I think there's more.
1: It's not a heavy lift. It's not a huge moneymaker, but it is a great uh, opportunity to get tech people together in your city uh, to help people connect. If that's your jam, if you like helping people and helping people connect, that's who we're looking for.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. Spot on every word of that was exactly right. So that's what we're uh, we're looking for. This has got to be something that's in your heart. You want to help some folks out and uh, we'll help you help them out. We'll give you a system wrapped around it so that you can do this in your town. Yeah. Okay. So... Returned alive again. Here we are recording in, in March, March 24th. Um, we hope that by April 2022, that's our expectation at this point, that we would have a tech after five in Greenville, maybe even Charlotte by the following month. We might be in Charlotte, but things might be a little bit different. We want you to read the emails if you are interested. Um, let us know. I mean, if you're excited about this, you know, it, it helps us to know that you, the audience are excited. So drop me a note, uh, drop Scott, a note, drop us both a note, just reply to the email that this is on and kind of let us know what you're thinking is on this and you know, where you'd like to see us most. And uh, if you were like I said, looking to kind of help us expand this, or you think you would like to run you know, plant the tech after five flag in your city, um, and think you'd, you know, in that get a couple of sponsors together and make this work, we'd be happy to help you figure out how to make that work for you as well. Uh, Okay, so I want to get this um, put together and set out just as quickly as we can so folks can know what we are up to and help us plan accordingly. And Scott, I appreciate you helping me get through all of this thinking as we were doing this. And, uh, and maybe some uh, folks will, Help us pull this together. We've already got some awesome volunteers in the cities we're working with already. And we've got folks who are just champing at the bit to help us get into some new places. So let's figure that out.
1: Awesome. Well, I can't wait to see everybody at the first live in-person Tech After Five Greenville in 2022. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, friend.